0: What is going on, Rough Golfers? Welcome back to another episode of the Rough Golf Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Harris. Episode number 44. We're going to be talking about three easy tips that any golfer can do of any skill level to break 100. Now, if you are a plus handicap and you regularly shoot in the 60s, these tips may not prove as effective for your game as they would if you were trying to break 100. So be sure to uh, apply these tips Reasonably to your game. Now, recently I've been playing to lower my handicap. Currently I'm sitting at a horrific 15. I say horrific for my game because I know I'm capable of a much better game. If 15 is your ultimate goal, then you've got to play to your level and your abilities, and you should be very proud of reaching a personal best of 15. So don't sweat it, guys. I just know that I can play much better because I've been a uh, lower than a 15 before in my life and uh, right now I'm just I seem to be struggling with my swing but I'm working on that and you can see that in some of my videos over there on my YouTube channel it's YouTube forward slash at rough golf you should go check it out if you guys want to see uh, some comedy in action uh, and watch me play golf because it's pretty funny but um, yeah I don't know there we go so today we're going to be talking about three easy tips anyone can do to break 100 in the game of golf now I break 100 regularly unless I'm really just having one of those awful days where nothing is is right and I just can't I can't get it together you know what I mean I'm just letting it go by the wayside and this would have to be on on a very difficult course you know most of the courses that I play local public courses if I'm shooting over 100 uh, I probably need to take a couple of weeks off of golf and reassess um, a portion of my life because I don't know what happened but for those of you that are just getting into the game maybe you've been playing for a few months and you're just having a hard time breaking 100 and these are three easy tips that you can do to get that game going get it heated up get it hot like a hot pocket all right it's going to be the microwave of golf tips here people warm up that meal all right made zero sense but bear with me so Number one is going to be to tee up on the side of the trouble, okay? And let me paint a picture for you here. Lyrically, we're going to paint a picture in your mind, whether you're in a car, but don't don't start daydreaming because you need to pay attention while you're driving, okay? Let's say you're on hole number one, and this is uh, I'm taking this from a course that I play very often, and you've got out of bounds down the left-hand side, okay? Then you've got open fairway, you've got... A light rough, when I say light rough, I mean you don't have knee-high grass. You've got grass that you can easily find your ball in and hit out of. It may be a hard shot. You may be, you know, there may be a lot of grass in between your ball and the club, but you can still find the ball. Maybe there's some pine trees, and you got to deal with some tree roots and things like that. And then next door to hole number one, you have another wide-open fairway with no hazards, no water, just wide-open fairway. And there's no out-of-bounds. So if you were to go into that fairway, you could hit out of that fairway. Like I do very often. But the point of this tip is to eliminate the trouble off of the tee by easily teeing up on the side of the trouble. Most amateurs, myself included, started out by teeing up and trying. Let's say you got a real wicked slice, like I I used to have, okay, and I still have sometimes when I forget. And you just tee up all the way over on the right side and you're aiming left you know that bad boy is just gonna it's gonna banana right back into the fairway well let's just say this time it doesn't do that and you hit straight out of bounds probably knocked somebody's paint can off of their ladder and it uh, got the side of their house all discolored you know and they're not happy with you but let's just say that happened well you could have eliminated that if you had teed up on the side of the trouble if you teed up on that left side where out of bounds was because if you hit it straight you're going to be okay because you're not aiming to the left out of bounds. You're aiming down the fairway, and if it slices real bad, you're going to be in the adjacent fairway, and you'll be able to hit out of that fairway towards the green because there's no penalty, okay? So keep that in mind when you are on the tee. Look at where the trouble is and reduce or eliminate as much risk as possible from the start. You're not even swinging yet. You're not even swinging yet, guys, and you can help save yourself unnecessary strokes, okay? You got to play a little bit smarter if you want to break 100. If you really want to get serious about golf and start shooting lower scores, then you got to start approaching the course uh, with a little bit of strategy, okay? And this is the this is the very, this this is the tricycle, okay? With the training wheels, or just a regular bicycle with training wheels, if you want to call that, because that would be like a quad cycle, because it's got four wheels, not three. I don't know. Either way, if you got training, okay, these tips are like the training wheels to better golf. Okay. Tee up on the side of the trouble. Now we're, st- we're still on the tee box. All right. We are also going to select a club that reduces going too long or too short. Let's say you have a pond that you have to hit over or a water hazard, and it's maybe 150 yards. Okay. And beyond that, if you're more than 250 yards, then you've got another creek or ditch bank or some sort of hazard that is, is in play. So you've got to hit in between there. Well, don't take out a pitching wedge because if you miss hit that, you're going to be in the creek or the pond. And don't take out a uh, you know, a three wood or a driver because if you hit that and you go long, you better go real long because let's say you got to hit 300 to clear it. And if you're short, you're going to be in the ditch. So pick a club that's going to keep you from going too short, even if you miss hit it, or too long if you really strike it square and you really get a good hit out of it. Because you know nine times out of ten you may slice that ball off the tee, but one time, the the stars are going to align and everything's going to come together and you're going to rocket that ball, and it's going to go somewhere that you didn't expect it to go. Okay, so you got to play for those misses and just make club selection. Uh, you know, a bigger part of your game. Don't just reach for the driver every time you get off the tee, except on par threes. Let's start thinking a little bit more about what we're hitting off there. Okay. And then the other one, the other point that I have for this, this first tip is um, be smart with your club selection in the sense that if the driver is misbehaving, go with the safer club. Okay. You've got to understand guys, the lower the loft is on the club, Okay, so driver, three iron, four iron, the harder it is to hit the ball. It's harder to get it airborne. It's harder to keep that shot straight. It's, it's, it's more difficult to make a good golf shot with a lower lofted club. It just is, okay? The higher the loft, the pitch and wedge, the, the 56 degree, whatever you got, the sand wedge, those tend to go straighter. It's, it's, if you've ever tried to work, A wedge, which if you're breaking 100, you're probably not doing this too much. But if if you ever see some of the professionals play, um, look at how many of them can take a sand wedge or a 60 degree and really work a fade on it or work a, a draw on it. Not many guys can do that. It's harder to do that with a lofted wedge. Yes, you'll see a cut, a minor cut, but it's really hard to get a real big breaking cut fade or a real breaking draw. You know what I mean? So the more loft the club has, the easier it is to hit the uh, club straighter. So if your driver's misbehaving, don't be afraid to go to a three wood, five wood, even an iron. I know a guy who, if his driver's not working right for him, he'll put it in the bag, won't play with it the entire round. He'll break out a three iron and just use that, and he'll three iron, iron, he'll iron his way to par. And it's amazing, you know, just straight shots, bam, bam, bam. But he'll never go out of bounds because his iron plays under control and his driver isn't. And he won't be short or long because his irons are consistent. So if the driver's misbehaving, if any club's misbehaving, just eliminate it that day. Don't try to work it out on the course, okay? That's what the range is for. Just, Just put it in the bag and work around it. I guarantee you, you you're going to have a better time by playing with a club that you've lost confidence in or that's maybe not working for you, and you'll shoot a better score than trying to just iron out the kinks on the actual course while you're playing, all right? So that's off of the tee. Now we're going to move into the fairway, okay, for our next tip. And this one may seem a bit strange because we're all hardwired to just want to go for the pin go for the flag get it close fewest strokes as possible i need to get as close to the hole as possible to make it easy for me to get the ball in the hole in as few strokes as possible well i want you to consider laying up okay instead of going for it going for the glory is a high risk high reward shot okay it's a lot easier to hit a wedge into the green than it is to hit a six iron into the green okay If you are on a par five and you're trying to go for it in two because you want to sink an eagle putt, it's extremely hard to hit that three wood, you know, 250 yards, or maybe it's a shorter par five and you're, you know, you're 215 yards out or 200 yards out and you've got to reach for a four iron or a five iron. That's not going to necessarily have the trajectory you want to go high and stop on a green. So you've got to try to land it short and let it run up. But then you're, you're fighting the rough around the green and the grass around the green. You're fighting, you know, the, the weather conditions. Is it wet out that's going to slow up your ball? Is there, are there bunkers around there that are eliminating that possibility? So there's so many variables that you have to consider when you're trying to reach a green in two, you know. Uh, and just instead of that, lay up, okay? Hit a decent shot. Put yourself in a good position. Maybe you hit a pitching wedge 110 yards without fail. That is your go-to shot. If you like to, to do it out there in the yard, I don't know what, but go with that shot. Lay up, get on the green in three instead of two, and you're putting for birdie, okay? And it's a lot easier shot because the pitching wedge is easier to hit. It's going to go up. It's going to come down. It's not going to have to land short and hopefully stick the green. You're not going to blade it And go 20 yards past the green. Or land on the green and it skitter off and go into the water behind the green or into the trap. You know what I mean? So make sure that you consider laying up instead of going for glory. We talked about how more loft equals a straighter hit. And that is why most players will want to get into that wedge range instead of trying to take a three wood or a long iron and go straight for the green. You'll see some of them just lay up. And play the smart shot. You know, aggressive golf isn't always the answer to lower scores. Okay, if you watch scratch golfers, they're not all the time going for par fives and two. They will play strategic and methodical golf. Now, breaking 100s is a little bit different from that, and that's getting really involved. But, more loft equals a straighter hit. Consider laying up. Also, when you are in the position to lay up and you're making your wedge shot, Aim for the center of the green. The largest part, the center of the green. I don't care where the flag is. Don't go for the flag, guys. Do not do it if you're trying to break 100, okay? Not If you watch the pros, not even at the highest level that golf is played, will they go for the flag. Most of the time, unless they are trying to seriously catch up or make points or make a, a push, and this is super aggressive golf, they will go for the middle of the green, the safe shot, and then putt their way to a birdie or a par. To be safe okay if you're trying to break 100 why aren't you doing that same thing aim for the center of the green you are going to shave a ton of strokes off of your game if you just try to hit the center of the green versus going right for the flag i don't know how many times i've become frustrated or become just pin focused and i'm trying to hit to a pin that's maybe got three yards on each side because it's tucked in the back right corner and the left right corner there's a bunker there and i don't I don't have those distances dialed in because I'm not a professional golfer and I go in the bunker or I blade it and I go long or I'm way short and I've got to get up and down. Up and down, if you don't know, is having to, uh, let's say you miss a green on your second shot on a par four and you've got to chip up for your third shot and then you've got a one putt for par that's up and down for you new golfers out there. You don't want to do that. That puts you in a pressure situation and can really work on your nerves. So just hit for the center of the green get on there in two, and you got two putts to get to par on a par four, okay? Par threes are a little bit different. You may want to work your strategy, but right now we're just focusing on breaking 100, and these tips are super easy to follow, and they can help you eliminate a lot of unnecessary strokes in your game. All right, so the third and final tip that I have for you guys today is about putting. I like to do tips from tee to green. I think that, you know, one tip from tee to green will really help you out, and putting is, is probably the biggest area that I struggle with. So I'm going to give you one that I'm actually working on right now to help, um, you know, break some of the bad habits that I have uh, when I am putting and uh, I tend to three putt a lot, which is it's, it's a sin in golf, man. It should not happen, especially when you're on the green in two on a par five, or maybe you're on the green in two on a, a par four and you're three putting bogey and it just shouldn't happen. Okay. Especially those little ones, you know, I had a round. Uh, this past week where I was playing and made a beautiful shot on a par three. I was within like, I don't know, 10 feet. And I I should have had the par in the bag. I putted. I was a little aggressive and the ball went about six feet past the hole. I putted back, came up two feet short of the hole, and I finally made it on my third putt, walking away with a bogey when that should have been an easy par. an Easy par. So make lag putting your go-to practice before the round. Now, For those of you new golfers out there that are listening, and you are not sure what the term lag putting means, I'm going to give you a quick uh, answer for that question. Quick definition of lag putting: Basically, if you are, uh, if you hit your second shot into the green, okay, and let's say you hit in the center of the green, like I told you, you followed the the second tip uh, and and did that. You laid up, you hit your shot into the green, you're in the center of the green, and you've got a 30 foot putt to the pin. Your goal is to get that putt, that lag putt, within a few feet radius of the hole, okay? And a lot of people say hit it, try to hit it one foot past the hole. Well, I don't necessarily agree with that. That's a good plan for some of you out there, maybe, maybe you, you live by that, but I think anywhere within a few feet of the hole is good. If you come up short a foot or you're past a foot, what does it matter? it's still a one-foot putt to the hole. You know what I mean? So coming up short is not uh, as big a a no-no in my book, okay? I'm just trying to get it close. If I get it with one one foot, I'm doing really, really good. If I'm in two to three-foot range, I'm doing pretty good. If I'm past three feet, pressure's on. So I want you to work on your lag putting, Okay. Don't worry so much about making those very long putts, the 30-foot putts. Not even the pros are able to do that, okay? You want to get a lot closer to that hole. Statistically, if you're within that one to two-foot range, you've got uh, the, the size of the golf hole, around four inches in some, and the size of the golf ball, a little over an inch. And you've got a good chance of making that ball in the hole just based off of the area that the golf hole is taking up. So put yourself into a better statistical position by lag putting that ball from 30 feet up to two or three feet, okay? And that's not easy, guys. Putting is, is, honestly, it's better to be lucky than it is good at putting because putting is, there's some luck involved. You may hit a rock that you can't see. You may hit, uh, you know, there might be a hard gust come up when you, after you putt and that'll push your ball offline. All these things can happen while you're putting. So make sure that you are focusing on your speed of your putts. That's number one. Speed is paramount to good putting. Okay. If you're, if you are off on your speed, your strokes are going to go way up way more than aim. Okay. Way more than aim. Speed is more important than aim. So just make sure that you focus on that. So work on leaving your ball anywhere within a few feet of the hole and you will see your total putts go down. So when you first get to a course before your round, just spend 10 minutes of doing lag putting. And honestly, I prefer to putt to a hole that's not even cut. You know what I mean? Like if you've ever gone out on a putting green, you'll see a section where they've actually replaced the the cup with the uh, round of uh, dirt and grass that is what you want to putt to, you know, and step back 30 feet and just try to make 10 putts and get them within two or three feet of that that uh, cup, okay? If you can get them closer, if you can get them within one foot, even better, but really work on your speed, guys, and you are going to see a huge improvement in your putting. You'll reduce those three putts. You'll start sinking some some pars, some birdie putts, and you will lower your score under 100. And Who knows? You may even get lucky and sink a 30-footer, and you'll have a great story to tell at the end of your round. Guys, that's all I've got for you today for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please leave a rating and review. Definitely helps out the show. Leave a comment down below if you're watching on YouTube. I want to know what you think of these tips and if it will help your game or maybe what you're struggling with in your golf game. Thank you so much for listening, and as always, keep on swinging.